Welcome to Get Emergent, a podcast about improving communication, leadership development, and enhancing team performance. My name is Cindy Massingill. And I'm Ralph Simone. Today we are uh, talking about this idea of turning complaints into requests. We just talked about rebuilding trust, how we renegotiate promises if we realize that we can't meet some commitments that we've already made. But now we're at the point where what do we do when someone has not fulfilled a promise to us and they haven't brought it up yet? So you mean it's not okay just to do nothing or to blow up? I mean, <laughs> those have... are two options. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, those are two options. Yeah, we have, you know, actually we have three options, right? We can do nothing, which I think is a viable option. If I'm at a restaurant, I order a baked potato. They bring me French fries. I love French fries, right? So I'm okay with that. So not doing something is an option. I get that. And in fact, what I've heard from people who've worked in the restaurant businesses, I don't want to return my food, but, exactly. but that's for another episode. That'll be for the next one. The second option you just referenced about blowing up. Absolutely. That feels good sometimes. It does. It mm-hmm. does. Put somebody else on the defensive, though. And I'm not sure I'm not sure that's a viable approach, especially in the business world. You know, um, so what should we do? I think we should address it. We're calling it complaining. And this is this is taken from the integrity model of the book, Who Will Do What by One, as you know. Um, I have found that so many people have an adverse reaction to this word complaint. I would agree. In fact, I think complainers have been labeled as whiners in some organizations, and that's Nags. not a yeah. popular moniker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think today we're talking about, when we talk about this, this we're using complaining or let's call it a responsible complaint, making a responsible complaint. We're talking about the intention of helping to hold our peers or whoever it is accountable, helping our peers to keep the commitments that we're making. And there's a distinct difference, I think, between complaining, the negative persona, and also a responsible complaint. So can you help me out with that? So, yeah, and I've gotten feedback from my son when I have been dissatisfied with something. This is more in my personal life. And I want to make sure that the people understand that I'm dissatisfied, but I also want them to help me meet whatever I was intending to get. And he says that sometimes the way in which I do it uh, wouldn't really drive anybody to want to help me. So how do we, you know, how do we not... you know, how do we balance that, right? I want people to understand I'm not satisfied. Mm-hmm. How do they? How do I do that responsibly? Well, I want to, so let's look at the differences between a complaint and a responsible complaint. Okay. I think there's three key areas where it, these two are different. The first is mood. I think a complaint is about the problem. Uh. A responsible complaint is about finding a solution. This is inherent into the definition of this responsible complaint process. It's a process followed by the receiver of a promise to restore integrity when a promise is broken. That's solution-focused. So my mood needs to be more even. Yeah. needs to be focused on the solution and less about blame. Right, exactly. Okay. okay. The second is context. When we complain, many times it's about someone not fulfilling our expectation 
not necessarily a promise they made. And there's a strong difference there. Mm. A responsible complaint is uh, we have a real disappointment because a promise, a true promise was not fulfilled as opposed to you didn't meet my expectation. So, so that's the why piece of it. Then the context provides the why. Does it uh, for what the mispromise impacted in the organization? Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. Okay. I think if I think having a complaint, I'm I'm putting that in quotes. Having a complaint about someone who doesn't meet our expectations is realizing that is an opportunity to say, hey, maybe we need to have a conversation about what the expectations are, which goes to speaks to your why piece. Got it. Okay. And I'll share the third area that I think really distinguishes between complaining and a responsible complaint is intention. You know, when I'm complaining, my intention is generally about judgment, pointing out somebody else's shortcomings about blame. A responsible complaint is is my intention there. I really want to rebuild the relationship or rebuild or repair the broken promise so that I can understand what happened and then we can get back on track. So it sounds like in a culture of commitment and accountability, uh, people need to feel like they can complain responsibly. Exactly. That they really need to be vulnerable enough to feel like complaining is not whining, and they need to have uh, some steps by which they can turn their complaint into a request. Exactly. Okay. Let's talk about that. Good. So what are the steps in turning a complaint into a request? So I'll give you the very first one. Did you really get a promise? Right? Did you really get a promise? I mean, we we really think about that a lot of times when we're talking with someone. My husband, a few months ago, it's fall. He said it was a Tuesday or Wednesday. Hey, this weekend we should put the patio furniture in the basement. Absolutely. Totally agreed. Saturday morning, it's 10 a.m. He comes out in his work clothes. Are you ready? <laughs> Am I ready for what? what? I'm in my pajamas. I'm reading my book. I'm in front of the fire. Got the dogs on the, you know, I'm not. What do you mean? So he was thinking we had a promise, Uh, right? I didn't make a promise. So a lot of the conversations that we have can be misinterpreted as either commitments or promises. Exactly. Okay, got it. Exactly. So the first step in turning a complaint into a request Double check to be sure. Did you really get a promise? Or again, is it is it was it more of an expectation? Second is mindset. When you go into this conversation, as you pointed out earlier, you got to have the right mindset to go into the conversation. If you're frustrated, if you're angry, which is completely natural when you feel like you've been wronged or someone hasn't fulfilled a commitment, especially if it impacted your work. There's a natural tendency to feel a little frustrated or angry. Give some cooling downtime so that you can have a constructive conversation. The third, check the facts. I think it's really important when you're, we feel like we did get a promise, we're in the right mindset. Check the facts. Did you interpret the the promise the same way as the other individual? Well, that one's really interesting. And in, in an upcoming episode, we're going to talk about fact versus fiction. And I think it's interesting to me because, you know, we do not see things as they are. We see things as we are through our filtered interpretation. So right. that seems like that fact checking and getting as objective as possible would be critical 
to, to making a responsible request. Exactly. Next step is ask what happened, you know, and, and be open to having the other person share what they, what they think happened or what caused them not to fulfill the promise. But this is the, the, the very most important step is we got to get to the next step, which is make a renewed request. Make a new request. Get to it. So help me out with, you know, what do we tell people that say, this seems like it's, it's a lot of work. Hmm. Or it takes a lot of time to be clear or to get myself clear, right? Or to kind of get my mood and my mindset. So how do we how do we help people with this kind of turning these frustrations and complaints uh, into really good, strong requests? It sure does. It does take time. But think about the time and effort that we put into those challenging situations. Yeah, a lot of wasted negative energy right? Mm-hmm. Not addressing the situation. You know, it's it's not addressing the situation. We like to refer to that as a missing conversation, mm-hmm. right? Yes. It's a cancer that goes on throughout an organization, not saying something. And that's when we see accountability, lack of commitment falling because we're not having these missing conversations. So it's really kind of invokes our slow down to go faster mantra, having these clear conversations and taking these frustrations and really turning them to meaningful requests drives performance. Exactly. We're talking about if we were to net out those five steps, did you really get a promise? Go into the conversation with the right mindset, check the facts, ask what happened and make a new request. It's really about getting from point A to point E. Make a new request. Turn your complaint or frustration into a request. Well, it occurs to me about how you just said it that way is that there is a, a, a personal responsibility and accountability to be clearer and tighter with our own language. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to own our piece of it. Were we clear? Yes. And if not, let's get clear. I like that. You can apply this with any frustration or complaint we all have in our life. Whether, you know, we're bored with Bagel Friday, make a request that there's a a different food option, right? Or offer, even offer to bring it in. The kids aren't doing the dishes. Make a request of the kids to do something different. Um, You're frustrated by the lack of your supervisor's availability. Make a request that you have a weekly 10-minute stand-up meeting. Wow. I'm, I'm wondering what every organization would look like everyone that had a significant frustration or complaint turned it into an effective request. This is what it would look like. It would look like an organization that was practicing accountability and commitment. Wow. I think we're ready to talk about fact or fiction, don't you? I think we are because I think that's underlying to a lot of what we've been talking about, how we interpret what's right in front of us. And so I think that should be what we handle in our next episode of Get Emergent.